Hey everyone, this is Brandon from the Galactic Dads Podcast. Just wanted to let you know today's episode will be brief but excellent as Jedi John breaks down Season 7, Episode 5 of the Star Wars Clone Wars animated series over on Disney+. Normally we do things like this on the Patreon, but want to give you guys a taste of what it is like. If you're interested in checking that out, of course hit up the patreon.com slash galacticdads if you are interested. Otherwise, enjoy as John jumps in. Five, four, three, two, one. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? The Galactic Dads Podcast. A podcast by Geeky Dads, talking about all things geek. Dad life. I am the father. And beyond. Language. All right, welcome back to another Galactic Dads podcast. This one's just going to be a review. Going solo today for Jedi John. Uh, we're under quarantine right now, making it very difficult for us to get together for the main cast. Uh, but we're going to try to bring you guys all content anyway. Start us off as, as normal. You know, I'm drinking on this lovely, lovely um, evening alone in my house. Uh, I've got the Budweiser Nitro Reserve Gold. Super smooth golden lager. I'll tell you what, Budweiser's done it again for me. Budweiser's definitely my go-to beer um, when I'm just out uh, drinking cheap for a night. And this Nitro Reserve Gold is delightful. So I highly recommend picking it up while it's still available. Yep, it's just so smooth. Oh my goodness. Anyway, uh, like I said, we're going solo for now. So got this great Star Wars all this news came out and I uh, can't wait to cover it with you guys so let's jump right in first off we're gonna cover the last episode of the Clone Wars which aired last Friday that was gone with a trace if you guys remember from episode 4 we left off the Bad Batch um, closed out that story arc said goodbye to Echo um, and what was really nice about this episode was uh, it's definitely was more of a character driven episode for Ahsoka versus all the action that Bad Batch and Anakin had um, while fighting the Separatists. Um, so Ahsoka actually picks up on Coruscant right where we left her off at the end of the last season. She had left the Jedi Order, went down to Coruscant Underworld, uh, level 1313. We catch up to her while she's just riding her uh, speeder bike uh, in traffic, I guess, and it starts malfunctioning. Well, any good Jedi has great reflexes, and she... Um, somehow managed to get out of that without a, a scratch on her, um, but landed on a mechanic shop, um, and the person that worked there was named Trace. She's voiced by Bridget Callie Canales. Um, you'll know her from the, um, ooh, I forgot her character's name, but she was in Baby Driver. It's a very a good movie also. But uh, she goes through and introduces herself to Ahsoka um, and offers to help her uh, as long as there's payment somewhere down the line. And uh, they get talking about uh, their views on the world and how the Separatist Jedi Republic, they all are the same to the underworld uh, because they don't care about anybody else but themselves, which is very different for Ahsoka to hear because obviously she was on one side of the battle versus the other, even though she did disagree with some of the things that the Jedi ended up doing. And then uh, we run into her, um, well, she gets into a small fight as some enforcers come I guess it was mob enforcers really come into the shop uh, looking for Rafa who's Trace's older sister um, looking to collect on what Rafa owes them 
and Ahsoka helps Trace out a lot there. Shows off some fighting skills. Trace makes a joke about how sometime maybe you can teach me some of those moves. Pretty great to see Ahsoka back in action with no lightsaber, no force abilities used. Kind of crazy just to see her going at it. Um, we do run into Trace's older sister, Rafa. She was voiced by Elizabeth Rodriguez. Uh, you'll know her from uh, the movie Blow, uh, Logan, Fear of the Walking Dead, and uh, Orange is New Black. Probably her most notable items. And then uh, Rafa takes a job to rebuild some droids. They happen to be some just wrecker construction droids. It's uh, kind of insane. A restraining bolt comes off of one, and it basically goes nuts. Starts wrecking the entire um, quadrant of level 1313, and Ahsoka and Trace are running after it, trying to stop it. It's amazing these droids, their buttons are always on their face. So it's like another droid where you have to press a button on its face to deactivate it, um, which is just insane. But that's what ends up happening. Uh, Trace ends up uh, on top of the machine, gets around it, gets on top, and turns it off before it attacks a child. Kind of pulling, it's kind of climbing the wall, um, similar to um, King Kong. It's kind of crazy. But uh, it's about to grab grab a young child, and it gets stopped. And then uh, the robot falls, and to save Trace... um, and the robot, which was money for them, uh, is uh, Ahsoka using her force powers for the first time um, since she was taken off, well, from what we've seen, taken out of the Jedi Order. So um, obviously she was trying not to use those things uh, as she was trying to blend in with everybody else so nobody knew who she was. But overall, the episode um, was excellent. She, at the end of the episode, decides that she's leaving uh, level 1313. It's not the place for her. Right now, Ahsoka's just a little lost. Um, it was great to see her character develop, to see outside views, even of her outside views. Obviously, she disagreed with things in the Jedi Order, uh, and it was nice to see her again see more outside views, and even if she disagreed with them, she can accept them. Um, but speaking of Ahsoka, everybody's so excited to see her back on a weekly basis. Uh, can't wait to see the rest of the episodes of the new Clone Wars season. We should be running into the Siege of Mandalore pretty soon, uh, where Ahsoka and Darth Maul uh, are gearing up for a huge confrontation, as well as the rest of the Clone Wars should lead to Anakin's fall. So can't wait um, for the rest of that. But speaking of Ahsoka... The news broke this week that Rosario Dawson was cast as a live-action Ahsoka for Mandalorian Season 2, which is just fantastic. I'm very excited for uh, her. She's most notably known for, uh, I mean, it's old movies here, but Josie and the Pussycats, but Men in Black 2, Rent, Sin City, Clerks 2, Death Proof, The Rundown. She was one of the train conductor, I guess, train marshals. I don't even know what she would be called. And Unstoppable with Denzel Washington and Chris Pine. So uh, pretty awesome uh, casting choice. And she had talked about this a couple years ago now. She was in the news for it. She was on Twitter asking for it. Very, very excited to see her cast as the, uh, the live-action version of Ahsoka. Season 2 already closed out filming. So they got that in before um, all this... COVID-19 interference got ran on on everybody in Hollywood, so good to see that. It's going to be uh, eight episodes again. Obviously, this is a big deal. This is Ahsoka's first time going back to uh, live action. Dave Filoni created this character specifically for the Clone Wars movie uh, and then subsequently TV show, so it's Ahsoka is his, so very, very protective. 
I'm really happy that he decided to bring her to the live-action stage. Uh, I think the Mandalorian is a great place for her. Uh, the timeline fits. It also is the biggest thing in Star Wars uh, right now. Um, the Clone Wars TV show is obviously great, and we're in the final season of that. But the Mandalorian is part of the future, and so getting Ahsoka in the future is just so exciting. I'm not sure exactly how they're going to use her. Obviously, at the end of The Mandalorian, Din Djarin was tasked with finding Yoda's people. So he's tasked with finding his family, well, his his kind and his, his people. And so that's going to be the Jedi. So I'm thinking that Ahsoka is going to be that Jedi that he finds. And she might be in the Outer Rim somewhere, hanging out. It kind of fits the timeline uh, the last time we saw her was in Rebels as a live, or excuse me, in person. It was in Rebels. Uh, she was seeing Sabine Wren before she took off, and this would have taken place about five years after that scene in Star Wars Rebels. Uh, we also know that uh, she was most recently in The Rise of Skywalker as the voice that was one of the voices that was talking to Rey in that uh, final scene with the Emperor. So, rumor was it was a worry that Ahsoka had been killed at some point. Dave Filoni came out um, briefly, uh, really quickly after that, and just said on Twitter, uh, had, a, had a meme of like Gandalf uh, with Ahsoka next to it that said, everybody thought I was dead also, but look what I became. So, uh, who knows if she died or not, um, but I'm excited to see her in The Mandalorian and see what Rosario Dawson can bring to the show. It just adds to just that powerful cast of characters we already have. So very, very excited to see where she goes with that. Ahsoka would be early 40s at this point in the Mandalorian, for those of you keeping track of the Star Wars timeline. Sabine Wren, who we also saw in that last um, shot, would be in her late tw- 20s. So we might even get to see Sabine, right? Um, she was the last one that we saw with the Darksaber. She was also... She's also a Mandalorian, so you never know who we might run into in the Outer Rim. I'm curious to see, so I, I saw this online, realized that in the Han Solo movie, Darth Maul was actually voiced by uh, Sam Witwer, and Ray Park was in in costume for that hologram shot. So it was, I just did not realize that Ray Park didn't actually speak during that, it was Sam Witwer entire time was a voiceover a lot of people have speculated that what if ashley Eckstein uh, actually does the voiceover for uh rosario dawson i just don't see that happening um if you're gonna have rosario dawson on it you're gonna have her do everything that there is to do which is kind of exciting but ashley Eckstein is, is the voice of ahsoka on uh, the rebels and uh clone wars tv shows all right but outside of tv news we've got some great comics in Star Wars right now, The Rise of Kylo Ren, number four, launched earlier this month. Excellent read if you're looking for something extra to do during this quarantine time. Coming up April 1st uh, is a launch of Star Wars Adventures, The Clone Wars Battle Tales. Michael Morisi's um, new Clone Wars tales are coming out there. Uh, very, very excited to see his new characters. Uh, he did say in an interview with us that he was not able to touch Ahsoka, so it's fully from the clone's point of views. You'll see some Jedi in there, but really told from the clone point of view. Very exciting stuff. Speaking of really exciting stuff, though, what about this quarantine? What have you been doing during your quarantine time? 
Hit me up on Twitter, on 4 I'd love to hear some ideas on what you guys are doing. Uh, we've been playing a lot of strategy games, card games, uh, looking forward to some puzzles with the wife, uh, just trying to do what we can with our time. Obviously, catching up on TV shows and movies is great. Disney Plus has been great, uh, releasing some movies early. Looking forward to the Rise of Skywalker Blu-ray launch in a week. Can't wait to pick that up. Hopefully, Walmart doesn't sell out before I get it. Speaking of a Rise of Skywalker, looks like our Patreon poll has ended for our giveaway this month. It will be the Blu-ray version of the Rise of Skywalker. So good luck to all of our Patreon members. You can sign up to be a patron at patreon.com backslash galactic dads. Every tier gets swag. We love our stickers, t-shirts, hoodies, and obviously our producer tier levels. So thank you again to Keith Jefferson and Special K is out there listening. Uh, thank you both for all you do for us. Uh, we really appreciate it. You can also find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and the Untapped app at Galactic Dads. Feel free to hit us up anytime. But for now, this is Jedi John saying, may the Force be with you, and see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>